0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Airstream Chronicles podcast. Today is Tuesday, November 6th, and yesterday I said I was thinking about pre-recording some upcoming podcasts, but that did not happen for today's podcast. So it's 7.39 a.m. on Tuesday, and I'm recording right now before I get the day started. So once again, welcome to the Airstream Chronicles podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, thanks for stopping by and spending a little time this morning with me. And today is Tech Talk Tuesday, and I've been wanting to talk about this for a bit now. That's, uh, that's Apple's recent big announcements. So Apple had another event recently, and they brought some new products to market. So I was excited to see one particular product, and I don't think I'm as excited anymore. So that's, um, that's the new Mac Mini. So first off, for all you computer folks out there... Um, yes, I'm an Apple user, but I'm not an Apple fanboy. I do love the operating system OS X. But um, in recent years, I've been getting more and more disappointed with Apple's Mac selection. They've focused so much of their time on the iPhones and the iPads, and they've kind of ignored their desktop users or their laptop users, people who want something a little more powerful than, um, than a phone or an iPad. But the new iPad's super powerful. But so this year, they finally updated the Mac Mini, and that's pretty interesting to me. But um, the prices have absolutely gone up on the Mac Mini, and for somebody who's full-time RVing, this, this might be a good solution. This is a tiny little computer. It's a tiny little square, and um, it doesn't take a lot of room. So if you're a full-time RVer or a tiny home enthusiast uh, or doing the van life, whatever, Uh, If you'd like something, you know, beyond a laptop, the Mac mini is a a good option. It's a tiny desktop. But number one, the prices have gone up a bit. So on the intro level one, it's now starting at $799. And the intro level one is is not even the system that I'd be looking at. That's a 3.6 gigahertz quad core um, i3 processor. So we're not moving forward on these processors. The processors are kind of... Uh, standing still in time when it comes to Apple right now. The higher-end Mac Mini starts at 1,099. Uh, That's a 3 gigahertz 6-core processor um, with 256 gigs of solid-state storage. That's not a lot of storage. So on my current computer, um, I don't store a lot on the computer itself. I use external hard drives. And um, with all of the programs and everything that I have on the machine right now, the machine that I'm recording on, Um, I'm using almost 400 gigabytes of storage space. So these are mostly applications on my computer. So I would have to slim down my applications on this 3 gigahertz. Now, can you make a decent video editing system out of this one? Yes, you can, but it's going to take some more. So I'm actually uh, on Apple's website taking a look at the pricing. So uh, number one, for $200 more, you can get a 3.2 gigahertz 6 core Eighth generation, so the Mac Minis have always been known as a reasonable entry into Macs until this year. So we can add some memory to it, and I think that I'm going to, I'm going to put it to uh, 32 gigs of RAM because I do a lot of video editing now uh, in my business and also on my YouTube channel. You can go up to 64 gigs of RAM. Actually, let's spec this thing out high end. Let's go ahead and we're going to max everything out that we can. So then we'll see what this new Mac mini costs if we went fully loaded. So storage space, they got 256 gigs of solid state storage. You can go up to two terabytes of solid state storage. I'm going to go ahead and do that for only an extra $1,400. And then they've got gigabit ethernet or 10 gigabit ethernet. So if you were networking things internally, if you're trying to make, you know, a high-end video production system, and then you can also pre install some software. We're going to skip past that. But maxing out the Mac Mini, if I did so 62 gigs of RAM, two terabytes of storage, doing the faster Ethernet so that I could connect to other machines. And um, we won't add Final Cut Pro or Logic. The price of this system comes in at $4,199. Whoa! So let's go back and let's say, I don't want to do this overly maxed out system. Let's go back and say, I think 16 gigs of RAM will do me fine for my small video editing. Let's go back and just do a 512 gigabyte storage instead of one terabyte. And let's go and get the base gigabit ethernet connection. And what are we down to now? We're down to 1699. Well, back in the day, that was a pretty good MacBook Pro as well. So the price of the Mac Mini, if you actually want to do some things with it, if you want to use it for some heavier labor, um, realistically, I'm going to change this 32 gigs of RAM, so now we've crossed the $2,000 mark. This is not an entry-level computer. And I'm specking this computer out for doing more video editing, so I'm trying to not have an entry-level computer here. but $2,099. I think I can actually build a pretty good video editing box on the Windows side. So I'm not going anti-Mac here, folks. I'm just letting you know. Apple's pricing has gone up. And as you look around, let's say, some of the recent stories about Apple, they're not going to report sales of particular devices anymore. They're only going to report their earnings. So they're not going to tell you how many iPhones they sold. They're not going to tell you how many iPads they sold. They're not going to tell you how many Mac minis they've sold or... iMac Pros or any of that. They're just going to start talking about their financial numbers. And one of the reasons is they might have hit a plateau here. There's only so many people a year buying iPhones. There's only so many computers a year going out. So, with that in mind, Apple is starting to raise prices. So, if they're not selling more, if they want to keep increasing the bottom line, they still need to bring in more money. So raising the prices of their gear is one way to do it. One of the other things that I've not been satisfied with Apple about in recent years is the fact that you can't make updates to your machine. If you get a new MacBook Pro, you're not going in and adding RAM to it. The iMac that I have here right now, I cannot add RAM to. So you can't open the computer up. You can't add RAM. You can't swap your hard drives. There's no way to get into your computer to do any kind of upgrades that you want to or repairs. And so this has been a big, this has been a big thing online recently is the right to repair. So wherever you come down on it, Apple often doesn't want other repair shops updating their computers. They don't want you as the consumer updating the computers. The new Mac mini, you can upgrade your RAM. So that's a nice plus to the Mac mini is okay, I could add RAM to it later, great. But on most of their products now, you can't you can't get into them and do anything. And I'm the type of guy, in years gone by, I did do upgrades to my MacBook Pros over time. I added RAM where I could. I swapped out a hard drive. I put a new battery in. Remember when you could access the batteries on your uh, MacBook Pros? Yeah, you can't anymore. So it used to be you could actually pop that battery out and pop a new battery in. You're all done. You're all set. Now, you know, with most of these devices, um, if you want to swap a battery out on the MacBook Pros, the MacBook Airs, I'm sorry, you're out of luck. You've got to bring it into a service center to to swap your batteries out. Not convenient as a customer. So the right to repair movement has been really interesting to me because I do think I should be able to update my RAM if I need to. And if I break it when I'm updating my RAM, I'm going to own that. I'm not going to say, oh, it was a mystery thing. I'm going to say, yeah, I must have broken it, which I've never done on any computer I've ever upgraded before. So the Apple Mac Mini, hey, it's got a lot of positives for highly portable people. But, um, you know, I'm still getting disappointed with Apple because for the longest time, Apple really brought a lot to the customers. And I've been getting disappointed with how they're doing things today because they're not empowering their customers anymore. And um, over the past couple of years, I haven't seen mass improvements in the product line to justify big price hikes. I just haven't. So now I'm switching over to the iPad Pro because this was the big new announcement. So everybody's after these new iPad Pros and let me tell you these things are as expensive as a laptop or a desktop now so the iPads are are really changing and I think Apple is almost looking to push most users over to these tablet devices so one of the things I can say right off the bat for iPad Pro as of today there's no Final Cut Pro for this iPad Pro and I would want that and I would want GarageBand or I would want Logic so A lot of the pro software selections aren't available for this yet. So I'm now on the um, iPad Pro web page. So, and I'm going to do a buy an iPad Pro. I'm not actually buying one, but I just want to outfit this because I've been blown away by the cost. If you are to create a maxed out iPad Pro, the 12.9 inch display, I'm selecting that. And I get to choose between space gray and silver. I've never cared about the colors of these things. I've only cared about what they can do for me as an operating system and as a computing device. So now you have the choice of storage space from 64 gigs all the way up to one terabyte. So I'm going to pick one terabyte, and that one terabyte costs a lot. <laughs> the next thing, you can do a Wi-Fi only uh iPad Pro, or you can do the Wi Fi and cellular. So let's go ahead and do the Wi-Fi and cellular. And what is the price of this system now? So we got the 12.9-inch iPad Pro. We got one terabyte of storage space. And we added the cellular option. And this computer, well, this tablet comes to $18.99. Now, I remember um, in the previous MacBook Pro days, this this would work out to be a very nice 15-inch um, MacBook pro and I'd have my keyboard and my mouse and I could run all the software that I want to on this. So now we've got this new super death, um, tablet for $1,900. Now, if you want the pencil for it, the pencil is going to cost you extra money and I'm not a big fan of that. So then you also would have to get, you can get a keyboard for it. So let me see. Oh, we could add free engraving to this if we wanted to as well. That that would be really cool. Uh, no, no, it wouldn't. Uh, add or select to skip this step. So, yep, just some engraving and then you can get all the extras. Bottom line, Apple is changing to... They're jacking up the prices. We've seen the price increases on the iPhones. We are seeing the price increases on the iPads. We're seeing the price increases with the baseline Mac mini. And so I think Apple is trying to make sure the bottom line is there, that the financials are looking good and they're trying to deal with the fact that not as many people might be buying their phones or their tablets or their computers, cause they already have one. And the big question is, so how long are these going to last as well? In my recent experience with this iMac that was recently swapped out, um, you know, bought a brand new iMac. And it had problems from day one. In the end, it was actually a problem with writing to my hard drive is what we found out in the end. And um, so the hard drive was having a problem. And it couldn't be worked on at the Best Buy Geek Squad here in town because, just like me, they can't open up the iMac either. So in the end, the computer got swapped out. But, you know, that was a brand new system, you know, less than a year old. Um, a few months into owning it, it started having problems, and it was brought back to the store three times, three times, and each time it was usually gone from my possession for over a week, so I wasn't able to do all of the work that I like to. I'm using my old MacBook Pro when the iMac was not in the Airstream, so it was a lot of hassle. It cost me a lot of time, and in the end, nobody could really look into it. You couldn't physically get into it. So I'm not liking that direction where our Apple is going. I'm hoping that the fact that you can actually upgrade your Mac Mini and add RAM to it might mean that Apple is starting to change their policy and reconsidering that policy, but we'll just have to wait and see. So I have been an Apple fan since 2002 when they moved to OS X because that's a Unix-based platform and I worked on Unix systems for years in telecom. So That was what made me switch from Windows. But in the end, when it's all said and done, all I care about is, can I do the work that I need to do? I build websites for clients. I do these podcasts. I do video, um, you know, video podcasts over on YouTube or vlogs, whatever you want to call them. Um, I process 3D models generated with drones, and those are really memory and processor intensive activities. I don't see that I'm going to be doing that on an iPad anytime soon. So I still want a workhorse computer, either a desktop or a laptop, that can allow me to operate my business. And machines that I can't upgrade, machines that I can't swap hard drives out on, machines that I can't get service in person, they've got to get shipped out to the factory every time or shipped out to another data center... This is really not working for me as a higher-end user. So I'd love to hear your comments and thoughts on this. You know, I'm not totally bagging on Apple, but I will say that it's been in my head for months and months and months now that when I when it comes time to replacing this computer, when it comes time to my next system, I might end up thinking about Windows, which would be really devastating to me because I love using Final Cut Pro. I love using the tools I have And some of those tools aren't available on Windows, and then I would have to switch over to Adobe Premiere and pay that monthly licensing fee with them. Whereas I've already got Final Cut Pro, I've already got the software packages I want, I would like to continue using the Apple ecosystem. But if they keep on the track that they've been on, I think Apple is going to be losing a customer in me. So we're just going to have to wait and see how it goes and how Apple does over the next couple of years, because this iMac that's sitting here on the desk better last a couple of years. If it doesn't, it's going to lead me further down the path that Apple is no longer the company that I was so enthused about from 2002 to about 2015. All right, everyone, I hope you have an awesome and amazing day. Uh, We're going to wrap up this Tech Talk Tuesday here. And as always, once again, thank you for spending some time this morning uh, with the Airstream Chronicles podcast. I hope you enjoyed this one. And if you've got comments or questions, you can email me at rich at rlcdesign.net. Or if you're an Anchor FM subscriber, you can leave me up to a one minute voice message that could be played in an upcoming episode or answered in the upcoming episode. And also, as always, the intro and exit music is licensed through soundstripe.com. And if you'd like to learn more about them, there's a link down in the show notes. And by the way, if you listened to yesterday's podcast and you were wondering about that video that I was popping up on YouTube, yes, it did go up on YouTube yesterday. And also down in the show notes, you can find the link to my YouTube channel for Rich Charpentier. All right, everyone, we'll see you tomorrow on Wednesday. And it's time for me to head out the door. Have a great morning.